All right. So Spock enters the bar after Kirk threw Cat Stripper into Pool Table Aquarium all the way to Spock's brother recognizing Spock. Is that right? That's that's the minute. There's a lot of walking in this minute. What's yeah, it's the... a lot of walking through a crowd. What's yeah. the time code? From 43. Third in this movie. To 43.59. Unplanned Trek! Hello and welcome to Unplanned Trek Special Edition, watching Star Trek V, The Final Frontier, one minute at a time and reviewing it in exactly the same way. I'm your regular host, Andrew. With me is... Isaac. And we've got a few other people, Isaac, haven't we? We do. We've got Mark from the Shuttle Pod Show. Hello, Mark. Hello. How are you guys? Good, All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And we've got Captain Goodwill from the Trickin' Up North podcast. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to be here. Did you? It was interesting having you here because you haven't been here for the previous 42 minutes. Did you? How did you feel jumping in at the 43 minute mark, or did you watch the previous 42 to get ready for this? I know nothing about this film at all. I don't even know what is Star Trek. I'm, mm. I'm jumping in. <laughs> I, I'm starting my journey, my incredible Trek journey at 43 minutes of Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. And I think well, I'm pretty confident that I know everything there is to know about Star Trek now. Uh, pretty, um, it's fair to say. Exactly. When, whenever someone who hasn't watched Star Trek says, where should I start? I say about 40, 42 minutes into Star yeah. Trek V. Well, to be fair, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened. Three quarters of the oh, has happened. Come on, he missed row, row, row your boat. Row, mm. row, 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 row. But you get it back. Don't worry. You, you get you get row the row your boat redux at the end of the movie. Yeah, God, you, I liked him better before he died. Yeah, we've, we've had that. We've had um, a song, you green blooded Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one of those dildo marshmallows. Yeah, we had five minutes of digging holes at the start of the movie, and Captain Kirk jumping off a mountain and nearly and making bones upset for nearly getting hurt mm. yeah yeah <laughs> but look really let's focus it. focus on this yes. minute because this minute was exciting yeah i think this needs a mark cartier recap what happened in this minute mark so uh this minute started with uh give or take a shatner uh kirk has just entered the bar alone after you know the uh their security forces have landed on the planet and trying to go in and save the ambassadors. Kirk has gone into the bar and he gets attacked by a cat stripper lady, a thick cat stripper lady. Uh, Kirk throws her across the room, like world wrestling style, over his head, across the room into a pool table aquarium. Uh, and the ambassadors uh, walk in at the same time as Spock. And uh, Kirk is all excited that, ha- that their mission is to save the ambassadors. So. Romulan, Klingon, and uh, Earth and Bat Federation ambassador, um, and then they pull their weapons on Kirk and Spock, mm. saying, "You know, drop your weapons, come with us." And uh, Kirk and his crew get walked out of the bar, Thick Cat Stripper Club, and uh, uh, through the 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 rebel crowd uh, of civil unrest people, uh, and we see. Uh, Spock sees his brother for the first time in God knows how long. And uh, uh, that's where our minute ends with Spock's brother saying hi to Spock. 
just before we, we go on, uh, that oh, was yeah. an excellent, excellent summary, Mark. Um, mm. I'm just in front of my computer at the moment. Don't type thick cat stripper lady into a, any search engine, okay? Oh, incognito mode, mate? I, unfortunately, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Busted. Or, or was I? Lady. Save for later. Uh, oh, if, oh. If, if my web if my webcam goes off mysteriously, guys, that don't worry. I'm why are we getting a, why are we getting a lot of images of that cats movie from a couple of years ago? <laughs> oh, where they had the buttholes originally. It was a really popular movie. Yeah, it's so popular, popular you mean the pandemic, not. yes. Yeah. So yeah. in we I feel like we're about to learn Cybok's name as well. We haven't actually heard it articulated in the first 43 minutes no i haven't hang on don't they because remember when spock fucks off off the bridge when they first see the, the mm-hmm. image of him and he oh says, I okay think a ghost so we know he's cyborg but we don't yeah. know that he's their brothers yet that's correct yeah he, right, did, okay. he definitely talks about cyborg was a bit of a rebel and you know did a bit of shit at uni when he was you know high on drugs and stuff mm-hmm. that yep. sort of thing join the wrong societies yeah exactly you know yeah. smashed a few vulcan cones out Whatever. Mm. Mm. It's all fun. They make everything so logical, man. Yeah. It's chill, man. <laughs> so no, we're about to and and um and also Cyborg did a bit of sassing. He did a bit of, mm. you know, I gotta go, I've got a few more treaties I want to violate. See if I was Cyborg and I was sassing, I'd be like, I'm gonna go hang out with our dad who actually likes me. That'd be the sass I'd bring out if I was cyborg, but I'm not. I'm no cyborg, as you know, mate. Despite yeah. me, um, tr- despite my efforts, I am no cyborg. No, although I do have a similar grey tinge in my beard that he's got at the moment. Yeah. Well, they can't hang out with their with their human sister because she pissed off to the future. Yeah, thirty something century. Yeah, thirty second. You know, I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but it's unplanned. I didn't plan to do this tangent. I reckon in season five of Discovery, they're going to come back. Oh, yeah! Don't stay in okay. the thirty-second century. Come back as long as they bring Admiral Vance with them. Hmm. No, they're not going to come back. They're going to sacrifice themselves to save the back. I they're going to have to do something. To do anything, and they're going to have to sacrifice themselves and the ship and their crew to save where they came from. Oh. And no one will ever know. That's my guess. Oh, mm. I, the, the private sacrifice. I don't yeah. think they're going to do anything like that because they are only inserting a few scenes to finalise the series. They are not getting a dedicated episode or movie or anything. It's just a few reshoots and that's it. So I don't think they're going to come back. It would be... It, it, I would like to see them come back, but... I think they're the all going to retire. Season, yeah. You know who could turn up? Uh, Cyborg. <laughs> I, I don't want to say his name because it means a 53-second musical sting. Oh, oh no, <laughs> no, 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 Daniels. no, no. <laughs> Daniels the dickhead. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. Blame Daniels, 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 Daniels,
but he'd be around there. He was there at the um, like the 28th, 39th century. And if you're there, you can just go a couple he's, of centuries. He's everywhere. He's, yeah, he's, he's everywhere. In, he's in Star Trek Online, and every time I play the mission that he's at, I'm like, that <laughs> song is going to be in my head. <laughs> I mean, he is a clusterfuck of epic proportions in everything he touches. Mm, he is. Like, can yeah. you imagine? That guy's a time agent? I could be a time agent. Yeah, you up, are a time I'd, agent. I'd, I'd cock up you less are than Yeah. Well, because I'm in the future. That's true. You oh. are, which is my present, which doesn't make sense. So with the with um the one minute at a time approach, what we do instead of um what we do instead of three, two, and one for the Picard and Keiko is we just do a one because there's not enough characters. Oh. So who would like to put their hand up to do the best person or thing in this minute of cinematic masterpiece? Well. I'll, I'll give it a crack. Go for it, Mr. Hogan. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. Okay, I'm going to give it a crack. Uh, so th- this is the Picard, okay? So mm. um, I just want to give it to who, whatever the ambassador that David that um, Davey Warner's playing. David Warner, we'll just call it. Federation Warner. Ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, because sweaty, sweaty Federation Ambassador. Yeah. For still steadfastly refusing to have utterly any interest in what's happening around him. Mm, mm. He still doesn't give any he has no shits to give. <laughs> he's yeah. he's like they've they've been kidnapped, they've had a there's they've someone's thrown a cat lady on an eight ball table. There's mm. weird weird Someone then, Kirk, Kirk Federation okay. Federations turned up. He just doesn't. He still doesn't care. He's got that look on his face, yeah. like, "Well, whatever." Is it's yeah. Tuesday? Is it? Yeah, like, of course, this is happening. Of yeah. course, yeah. he's still <laughs> remaining incredibly polite all the way through, as mm. we see what he goes. Would you mind handing over your weapons? Mm. Mm. You, you, yeah. He's still got that steadfast <clears throat> British, British politeness. Mm. So he doesn't give a shit, but he's still. He's like, "Would you? Would you mind awfully just handing over your weapons? Thank you." Mm. Mm. So I got, I'm 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 just liking his commitment to his attitude. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. All right. So the good has to be outweighed by the bad. Did anyone see anything here that rankled or riled them in this minute? I was annoyed with Kirk's collar uh, <laughs> after he throws Cat Lady into the pool. Yep. You know, the white uh, collar that, that pops out of the top there. Yeah. Right. Um, it was uh, it was it was down in the center. It's like it got caught or it was cut or something. And it stays that way for quite a while. Yeah, it bothered me. It bothered me a lot. That was pretty terrible. Mm. Is it like that on your screen at the moment, Hogan? Ah uh, yes, yep. I've got, I've, I've literally got it freeze framed right now, yeah. and you, Mark is as usual, spot on. Yep, yep. So we're we giving it to the collar up. or Kirk for not, not adjusting it himself. Ah, uh, God, I don't know. I don't want to be a dick and say it's the costume people. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it's the director. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> That's easy, then, isn't it? <laughs> I want to say it's the collar for being a hassle. It's the mm-hmm. collar. Collar's yep. fault. Uh, it, you know. It's 
probably one of the situations where they got a lot of shoot left in the day. The sun is going down. They can't go back to fix it because of the collar. It's just a bummer that his collar wasn't up, you know, in such a such an important moment. He just threw the cat lady for Christ's sake. Yeah, probably and, uh, spent nine hours that day doing the cat. And they get marched Sorry, out. Uh, yeah, like, come on. Yeah. Collar, wouldn't have, hap- wouldn't have happened on your set, would it, Mark? Kirk's collar? No. No, no, I taught a class. Oh. <laughs> All he had to do was the Picard collar. maneuver and just yeah. do that and just pull it down. Yeah. And that would have been. All he had to do was yeah. write his collar. Isn't the Picard maneuver when you go to warp and you look like you're in two spots at once? Yeah. Uh, uh, it could mean more than one thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Picard maneuver two is pulling down your shirt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that it's, it hasn't taken us very long for Mark to get to I taught a class. Yeah. Well, I went to Harvard, so. Oh, you've you've been somewhere near near Hollywood. Isn't everybody teaching a class? No, really. I've been no. I've been misled. <laughs> a few times, no doubt. I, I thought every every waiter and waitress is a is a up and coming actor, and everybody's teaching a class. All right, don't all talk at once. <laughs> Fuck you then. I'll just go talk to Shinzo. Late night with Shinzo. Fuck off. I'm not talking to you, (laughs) Dickie. Late Nights with Shinzon was written by Andrew Hogan and developed by Isaac Brown. I'm George Takei. All characters played by Andrew Hogan. I'm Connor Trenier. Executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier for the Treks and Trekkers network of podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter or X as at Late Night Shinzon. This is Bruce Horak. Tune in next time for more. Late nights with Shins. I'm Bonnie Gordon. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Blame Daniels, blame Daniels. Wow. Um, I think you just left us speechless there, mate. We had no, Like, I didn't have a comeback. Like, I'm like, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was listening, but I just got a funny text from Connor. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. Oh, right. No. Don't worry about and the I show. Was like, you're oh, on. Way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Is it um, safe for podcasting, or do you need to keep this one secret? Everything's a secret, buddy. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, there wasn't anything else in this scene. There was like, although we our our heroes get like taken, they didn't fight. So I'm not giving that a wolf medal for for them walking out of the room with them. Like there was oh. no. <laughs> There was no animosity at all. They got captured. They gave up. So there's no wharf, no animals this minute, um, and no food. So I think that might wrap us up for this This minute. I don't know. You don't think that the entire adolescent um, conflict between Spock and Cybok, uh is just underneath the Vulcan surface right there? Well, in oh, my minute, history. all they did was walk up to each other. Like they haven't done – they're not even posturing yet. I've got well, a, actually, Cybok doesn't want to fight. In that Vulcan. Mm. Oh, but Cybok wants to be friends. Cybok wants yeah, wants but that's Spock his way of being him. a dick, right? Oh, Cybok's like, ah, I'm 
better Vulcan. I've got emotions. Oh, I've got more hair. Yeah, he immediately looks at Spock and smiles. Yeah, he's like, Spock, ah, oh, jeez. Spock's like, you. man, yeah. Mm. I know who you are. I know what you're doing. I don't want to play this game. Remember when I told you not to make a scene in public? This is yeah. what I'm talking about. You got the better bedroom growing up. Mm. Yeah, Dad loves you more. your collar up, for God's mm. sake. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and Kirk with the collar. Yeah. Fair call. Gee, Sarah has a lot of disappointing children, doesn't he? Like, yeah, no one's full Vulcan. No one takes on the Vulcan ideology. They're just all ungrateful bastards. Well, that we know about. Yeah, there's two Vulcans in the scene, none, neither of whom uh, are full Vulcan, right? Cybok mm-hmm. is actually Vulcan, but he has embraced emotions and... Spock is half Vulcan, half human, but has embraced the Vulcan way. Yeah, this is an interesting. This is the reason this is called Star Trek V: The Greatest Frontier. <laughs> this is the greatest. This might be the greatest minute of the greatest movie uh, of, or the greatest story of all Star Trek. Them. Uh, this is the best fucking movie that's ever been made. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually got really high hopes for the next minute. I reckon Spock and Cyborg are going to do some sparring. It might be just vocal sparring, conversational sparring, but I think we're in for a fight. I think they're well, going to hook me- it up. Uh, if, if memory serves, uh, they're about to fly back to the Enterprise. The Enterprise is about to get attacked by a uh, Klingon ship by some douche rogue Klingon captain. Who mm. wants to make a name for himself? Mm. Uh, uh, I think Chekhov is pretending to be the captain right now. Yep. The shuttle, shuttle pod show with all of our gang of uh, folks from the planet is going to crash land into the shuttle bay. Shuttle pod show. This is an exciting uh, upcoming couple of five minutes here. The next five weeks, the next month or two of yes. this movie. Is really good. <laughs> oh, the fans come back from the planet. I mean, the first forty-two weeks of this uh, movie have been really good. <laughs> um, the next five, oh, yeah. no, we're in for it. We're in for some good minutes coming up. It sounds like we're in for like a month or two of awesomeness. Yeah, oh, we can't wait. We deserve it after the arduous 42 minutes of opening we've got. It's worth no. it. It's been worth it. Push no. One of, our, one of our better episodes was the opening credits. That was a good minute. Oh, I love that minute. <laughs> I dream of that minute. Logo taking up half, the, half a minute. <laughs> That's right. That was an episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, terrific. Well, we'll be back in another minute in another week's time. So thank you guys for jumping on today. Um, good, good. Well, we've got you on the line. Do you have any news or what's coming up for Trekking Up North in 2024? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. We are continuing the double wheel of episodes, which is um, a random generator which spits out an episode and we must review it the week after. Next week... Uh, uh, what date is it next week? I don't even know. What star date is it, shall I say? Because <laughs> I'm a Trekkie. No um, one knows. 
On the 12th of January, we will be reviewing the Season 3 episode Requiem for Methuselah uh, mm. on Trekking Up North next week, so that will be really fun. And then this month, January, starts our movie reviews, the Star Trek movie reviews. So this month, we are reviewing the motion picture, Star Trek 1. Mm. Um, very much looking forward to that, because very like, like Blade Runner, there is about 30 different variations of that yeah. film. That you can watch so it'll be really interesting my co-host science officer sanoise has never seen the original series movies so this will be educational and entertaining mm -hmm. for him as well and it will be educational and entertaining for me for him to watch the motion picture and oh. just suffer all the way through it because i don't think he's going to like it i however think all trek is good trek excellent he's gonna love it he's gonna absolutely love it he will make sure, absolutely. Make sure that the scene when you get to the scene where Scotty's flying Kirk um around the Enterprise that goes for way too long, just do that in slow motion to make it go for longer. It's it's not long enough for me. Yeah, correct. Uh, I, I I feel they should have crawled around it and, and inspected every single rivet and deck plating mm. um because yeah. it is a beautiful, beautiful model. Uh, he won't give a toss about that because he's all about the the men and the tight skimpy outfits. But we will we will push through. But we um, it's going to be fun, uh, and we just like to have a drink, have a laugh, and talk about our passion that is Star Trek. It sounds amazing, and I like the fact if you're doing the movies that you're going to get to this movie, and you're going to have to watch this minute again, and you'll be like, hey, I remember that minute. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 going to be fun. I'm like, oh, do you, do you remember that time when we just? Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's it's going to be really good. Fun. Best minute ever. Um, I we, think we will with um the original the the first movie. Hogan's got a version of that, which is the final director's cut, which was released substantially after the director passed away. Isn't that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I I I kind of worked out what it was. The um Robert Wise supervised the director's cut which was subsequently released on DVD. And then about 20 years after that, like last year, it was um, it was remastered in high definition. Oh, right. And, and they then caught the, so it's not, it is not different to his director's cut. It just looks nicer. Right. Does it have the, the CGI enterprise? Cause there is a version where they, they sort of, improved on the the modeling like the the scene where they, they mm. uh, come out from the the saucer to walk onto vija yeah you've got that really bad matte painting of the enterprise did they fix that yeah yeah a, a lot of those things are fixed um but it's not over the top it's it, it was really just up resing it essentially um it's not it, it doesn't like i've got the blu-ray versions of the original series where all the space scenes are all redone and whilst yeah. they look great, I didn't think that added anything. I liked knowing that I'm looking at a model sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, they they just made – they tidied it up, I think is the, the best way to put it. And, and Mark, apart from getting um, comedic messages from Connor that you're not prepared to share with us. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned. Trek. What have you got coming up or any news for us at the moment that's happening in, in LA and in Shuttlepod? Shuttlepod Show! Uh, we're getting ready to launch our third season. Uh, getting ready to 
uh, announce uh, more details about our live event coming up in April. Um, and we're launching a uh, quiz show, which I'm very excited about. Terrific. Sweet. Thank you are intimately familiar with yeah, since yeah. you're the bozo who uh came up with the idea <laughs> yeah. you're money on the fridge mate money on the fridge. jam monkey quiz show.com cat lady stripper quiz cat lady stripper quiz.com cat lady stripper Wow. Yeah. Well, on, on that note. Yeah, thanks so much for being on this minute. I love the fact that our episodes go way longer than the minute. We have spent so much time talking about Star Trek V so far, and we're not even halfway through the movie. So thank you. For I always minute. picture, this is a brilliant, I say it every time we talk about this, uh, your minute-by-minute minute breakdown of Star Trek V, The Greatest Frontier, is quite possibly one of the best ideas ever hatched by mankind. Um, I love, again I'm obsessed with it. and I pitch it by saying my idiot friends from Tasmania <laughs> spend like 20 minutes talking about each minute of Star Trek 5 uh, so I don't know I think oh, it's, it's someone should do the math on it but hmm. it's it's remarkable I, this we, is the best idea ever we do it we do it so the world doesn't have to yeah that's right yeah not all heroes Watch minutes. Like <laughs> Not all heroes wear pants. That's true. That's true too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. See you next time for the next minute of Star Trek Fire. See you later. It's just not what you'd expect. That's an unplanned trick. Unplanned. Hello, and thank you for listening to Unplanned Trek. This show is written by Isaac Brown and improvised by Andrew Hogan. I'm George Takei, and this is an Unplanned Interruption. Unplanned Trek is part of the Trek and Trekkers Network of Podcasts. I'm Connor Trenier, and this is Unplanned Trek. And is executively produced by Mark Cartier and Connor Trenier of the Shuttle Pod Show. I'm if you like what you hear, make sure you get notifications from your favourite podcast provider to make sure you know when we next release a pod. This is Bruce Horak, and you are listening to Unplanned Track. You can find links to other episodes and merch at unplannedtrek.com. This is also where you can find our Patreon page where, amongst other things, you can hear our exclusive podcast on Star Trek V, which we're reviewing one minute at a time. I'm Olivia Youngers, who plays Ensign Riggs, who is resting until her next duty assignment. Hear me talk about all of that on Unplanned Follow our socials on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, or write to us at hello at unplannedtrek.com. We're thankful to all our listeners, including you. Special thanks to Mark Cartier and the entire Shuttlepod Show team, David Joseph Moody from Let's Talk About Treks, Haunted John, Lee Nickel, and Thomas Norris. Hey, 
Unplanned Trek. Live long and prosper. Unplanned Trek. Wrestling papers, wrestling papers. Unplanned Trek. Hello everyone, I'm Bonnie Gordon from Star Trek Prodigy and you're listening to Unplanned Trek. Blamed and